Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually with podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff. You can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app. Stories stir the soul. Stories reveal. And stories heal. In this podcast, we will give you an inside look at someone who's had a life-changing breakthrough. Real people, real stories with real breakthroughs. As a health and wellness expert and coach and Todd as a men's mentor. We've seen firsthand what God can do when it comes to a breakthrough. So lean in, listen well. This could be your biggest breakthrough. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Biggest Breakthrough. I'm Wendy Pett. I'm Todd Isberner. Yes, and Todd, I want to yes. know, are yeah. you over it? Uh, well, that all depends on what you're asking me <laughs> really in relation to what. <laughs> Am I, I mean, over what? Are you over it? Are you over the stuff? Uh, the I'm, tough over, stuff? I'm getting, trying to get over me. Oh, that's... Yeah, just trying to get over that. <laughs> hey, where's that little... Uh, oh, no, that's oh, the wrong one. Goodness. What's the next one? <laughs> oh, that's a laugh. Playing okay, the there we sound go. Effects. Don't be doing that. <laughs> What are we talking about today? It's just you and me. We have no it guests today. Me. Well, so that's we sort of a, a forewarning for people. They like, oh, you got to bail out now. It's not going to be interesting. I'm out of here. <laughs> so you asked me, am I over it? Yeah. Are you over it? Are you over the it, the it's that have occurred in your life that have caused some grief? Mm. Uh, maybe it's the trauma or the obstacle or the whatever in your life. Are, are you over Gen- it? Yeah, well, I mean, generally it's about loss, right? Typically, usually grieve yeah, things that yeah. you lose. It's a loved one or, or mm-hmm. a job or a marriage or something. Right. And so as I look back over the losses in my life and the times I've grieved, I would say, yeah, I think I'm over it. I think I've worked through it. Uh-huh. I think most of us would say that until, until a certain trigger happens. And so Todd and I had that little trigger happen just a couple of weeks ago. We lost our little Cody, our little yeah. puppy, and she's 14 and a half years old. And she was just, um, it was time. She, well, was she really a, was your dog. Well, she really was my dog. And, and then I, a ministry and I and dog. because of that, I didn't want to get attached. No, you didn't. And you said, I, I am not going to get attached. <laughs> in times past for me when I've got attached to pets, it's yeah. really tough to lose them. Yeah. So I did my very best to try and not be attached. Yeah. Well, he was and very, man, very attached. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It wow. was, it was a doozy. Yeah. And, um, and we didn't realize how much that would trigger mm-hmm. a different level of grief. Like um, it, it kind of just bubbled up to the surface, other grievances in our life that we thought we were, you know, that we yeah. had gotten over yeah. and we, it was an opportunity to go deeper on that healing. Wasn't it? Yeah. Because there are, like I mentioned, there are lots of things that causes us pain, usually related to loss. And that turns into grief. We just, we grieve over not having what we used to have or what we wish we still did have. Or even just not uh, getting a, a certain a successful dream or goal that we had desired at one point. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Just that yeah. loss, yeah, or not yeah. obtaining. So we both were surprised because, um, you know, big boys don't cry, and that oh, wasn't true for me. But no. uh, 
but, uh, but and, I, and you're as manly as manly gets and you cried. And so it's okay guys yeah. to cry whenever you need well, to grieve. Just Jesus cried. So I'm in go. good company. <laughs> <laughs> he wept several times. I want to mention a couple of them here in a moment, but um, you know, I had to ask myself like, what's, what, what is creating this, just this sorrow. And mm-hmm. it certainly was, you know, the incident of losing Cody. Yeah. But beyond that, I started to think a lot about my dad. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm not careful, I'll get choked Uh-oh. up again because he, he passed and went on to heaven six years ago. Yeah. There isn't a day that goes by where my mom doesn't uh, feel that continued loss. So in some ways she's still grieving. It's in a healthy way, Yeah. but she says, I'm, I'm the weeping widow. And because it's, it's, it's something you, um, you, you don't get over in terms of the reality of the loss, mm-hmm. but you can get over the, the bad side effects, the negative side effects that grief can bring about. You actually can get over that. Right. Right. And I, I don't believe that closure people say, I just need closure. Mm. I don't know yeah. that that's a reality when you lose yeah. uh, someone near and dear that you really love. But I, I believe that there's a, an opportunity to develop coping strategies yeah. and ways to um, just kind of ease or make that more of a distant feeling. And so whenever triggers do occur, mm. it doesn't uh, well up in the same way that it just becomes uh just more of a, a, a nice memory as far yeah. as like, I'm going to have yeah. gratitude around it and, and not um, be so sad and sorrowful. Well, the grief can cause, I mean, grief is obviously very healthy. Yeah. It, oh, it's for a sure. series of it's a process allowing our emotions to, to rebalance, if you will. Mm-hmm. And here we have the son of God, yes. Jesus also experiencing what you have experienced. And that is grief. Yeah. Deep, down sorrow and pain over loss. And everyone and, and, has that scripture verse memorized. <laughs> in, Jesus you're talking wept. About the one in, yeah. In uh, is it John 11. And uh, this was at the, at the graveside of Lazarus. Yeah, yeah. His good friend who passed away. Now Jesus knew that he could and would raise him from the dead. Right. But it didn't stop him from acknowledging the reality of seeing the impact of death. Mm-hmm. the the loss of a loved one on on himself and then on Lazarus's family members right and so you're right a lot of people sort of joking they say well I've got a scripture memorized and it's Jesus <laughs> wept it's the shortest <laughs> verse in the Bible but let's just let's just take a moment and really take a look at that you know here is again the Son of God empowered by the Holy Spirit to do anything and everything from raising the dead to walking on the, uh, on the water to storming, uh, calming storms to healing people. And yet when the reality of death hit him, struck him, he was moved emotionally to the point of weeping. Yeah. So there was real sorrow and he didn't, he didn't try to get away from it. He acknowledged it and he, she shed tears. Yeah. Now that story had a very bright ending because Jesus raised him back from the dead. And then I'm sure everybody's tears of sorrow turned into tears of joy. But there are other incidents in Jesus' life, and I'm going to mention them in just a moment. I want to give you a turn to talk. Oh, okay. Thanks, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I I think the biggest um, thing that we want to get across in this particular episode of Your Biggest Breakthrough is that you can break through Mm. uh, to a new level of healing from from your grief. And, And it's okay if there is is um, a trigger that happens, you know, embrace it, acknowledge it, and then say, well, okay, ask yourself those why questions. Why am I really feeling this way? Is it really about the, the particular incident that happened? And yes, we are 
so sad about our little Cody, but it really bubbled up some other um, deeper grievances. So ask yourself well, those not, questions, acknowledge it, and then what? Grievances. What did I say? Uh, you said grievances. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so okay. Those would be like complaints. Oh, but, but right. They, but they, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a complaint yeah. about these, um, <laughs> these, these losses. These griefs. <laughs> I think I said that earlier too. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I mean, I think probably a lot of people use it in that, in that way. Thank but you I think, for correcting me. No, I just I want to make it. sure that we understand there's no, situations of grief. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And sometimes grievances turn into grief. <laughs> okay. All right. Continue okay, on with so your train anyway, of thought, please. Now, what was I saying? Okay. So um, there are ways to um, just embrace it, acknowledge it, and then ask yourself, the real question of why, why am I really feeling this emotion? And is it because I'm, I'm not fully healed Mm. from another grief incident? And it gives you an opportunity to dig deeper into that, into that grief and allow God to heal you even uh, greater than before. Mm. And so there are some, some practical ways that you can can bust through, but do you want to talk about that now? Or do you have a different agenda? I think we've got our own agendas here. This is good. Uh, What did it trigger for you? Oh, gosh. You know, a, a lot. Gosh, well, you're you going to talk about that right now? I'm going to well, cry. Because well, the, the reality is it took a couple of days uh, yeah. to, to process through and to recognize where these other, uh, you know, what, what these other triggers were. And as I mentioned, yeah. for me, it was, again, bringing back the sorrow of losing my dad, even though it's sure. been six years. Sure. And it, it, was a, it was a healthy process, again, to sort of relive the emotion mm-hmm. because I had just tremendous love for my dad yeah, for and sure. the, the sting of loss reoccurred again. And there were a couple of others. I mean, I've, I've been through divorce and uh, right. I've been through uh, a change in a friendship that was very close to me. And those kinds of things that they, bubble up. Like they all bubbled up. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, right. really? I thought this was all done and gone, but right. I had the same thing from yeah. when my grandmother passed. I mean, that was back in 91. Mm. And I was still processing that, which is wild. I really thought that, you know, I was over that, but then yeah, loss of, of just a marriage and then Keegan going off to uh, space force and just all the, the ways in which we grieve and we think we're cool with it. We're good. I've dealt with that. I'm good. And then you have something that happens. You're like, Whoa, I'm not so good. So it gives you an opportunity to heal deeper. You have to see it as something healthy. Mm -hmm. And I think both of us did, even though there was hurt, there were some tears, there was, there's pain. Uh, You, your mind starts really rolling around on a whole bunch of things and you have to kind of counterbalance that. And I know you're going to get into some of that, but, but, but the reality is nobody can ever escape the pain of a loss, consequently causing a period of grief. And rather than, feel like this is horrible. And this you're is all terrible. Alone. I, yeah. You know, I shouldn't feel this way, whatever. Let's just, let's just be upfront and real. This is a yeah. deep, deep, powerful emotion that God can actually use for a lot of good things yeah. in terms of cleansing us and healing us and, and deepening us so that we've got compassion for others. Exactly. And it also allows you to see how um, much you are able to love someone uh, or some animal, yeah, or you yeah. just, you have, you're like, whoa, I didn't know yeah. I could love someone or something that much. Mm. And so, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just thinking right now as we're talking there, because there's some who are listening who, you know, this might be pretty, pretty fresh, fresh. and still raw. It might've, 
been that you've just recently lost a loved one or you've gone through a divorce or, uh, or you've got a wayward child or, or you've there's got a job a, change. A medical or, diagnosis. Yeah. 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 So I just, I, I just want to acknowledge yeah, that yeah. this is not easy. And these aren't some trite little, well, here's how you fix all that. Uh, <laughs> this is an acknowledgement that, that is as humans, we all suffer together. Yeah. And our goal here with you is to see what could be a breakthrough that God is doing that could take us to the other side of this mm-hmm. stronger, healthier, uh, more able to love more completely. And this is not to to lighten or marginalize what anybody has gone through just to say, Hey, we are in this thing together. Yeah. And so we, we know the scripture verse of, you know, joy comes in the, in the morning. And, and I remember that was really the verse I was really camped on the very next day after yeah. uh, Cody passed. And, yeah. and I thought, you know what? I do feel God's joy. I do feel the joy of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I just decided to shift my mind and not stay in that, that lower vibrational, down and out sorrowful place because I didn't feel like I needed to, um, because some people need to go however long. Don't, yeah. don't judge it. Just, yeah. just go through the time that you need you need a little alone time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I wanted to just give God praise and have yeah. the gratitude that we had little Cody in our life mm. in the way that we did for as long as we did. And, and that it gave me another opportunity to heal on a deeper level. So I just turned yeah. it to a gratitude and shifted. And so maybe yeah. that's something that you need to hear today is how can I be grateful? How can I see the good memories? How can I laugh mm. about um, the, the memories or, or the, the relationship or just all the good out of it instead of focusing on, on the, the loss itself. Yeah, that, <clears throat> that is absolutely a, a good antidote, if you will, mm-hmm. to counter the sorrow with gratitude and praise. Mm-hmm. Can, can I give you another one that is going to be a real stretch and it might be confusing to some people, sure, including me, because mm-hmm. I'm still working this through, but so Jesus had this incident um, where he was approaching Jerusalem and he, he, he stopped from the hillside, probably in the Mount of Olives as he overlooked the valley and then into the city of Jerusalem. And Jesus began to weep over Jerusalem because he knew what was coming. And let me, can I just, uh, just like so many of us Americans are doing right now. Yeah. The situation around us currently is it's just bad. And Jesus, Jesus wept. And, and he, he said, I mean, his words recorded by Matthew and by Luke, but in Matthew it's as he's weeping, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers. How often I have wanted to gather your children together as a, as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings, but you wouldn't let me. And now look, your house is abandoned and desolate. So this is what's going through Jesus. It's a deep, powerful emotion that surfaces to the Mm. point where he's, he's weeping and he's crying out the reality of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, let me get you into what I think was an antidote to this, and it's going to seem weird to a lot of people. Shortly after this, as he gets into Jerusalem and he goes to the temple area, he's still filled with this deep emotion and passion. And what does he see in his father's house of prayer? Mm. A bunch of commercialization yep. happening. He was not happy. People selling trinkets and, and exchanging money and doing all of this commerce inside the house of God right. in the courtyard of the Holy Temple. Mm-hmm. and his one of, I, I really believe one of the things that countered his deep sadness was his was anger anger that welled up <laughs> like this is wrong this is the reason why jerusalem is going down yeah right, this, righteous cannot, anger cannot tolerate it, it takes whips he mm-hmm. starts whacking and tipping over tables and sometimes there are things that have occurred that create tremendous 
powerful emotion of grief because of loss or what's about to be lost, it's okay to express a righteous anger against the very thing that seems to be so, so wrong about, you know, as long as you're not hurting uh, no, no, not anyone no, 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 not, not, not people. <laughs> with you your anger, you don't start punching people, hit a pillow, hit a pillow, <laughs> but, yeah. it's, but it's okay to acknowledge right. it and to exactly. have a, because otherwise we're just in denial and it's we're sort of, of hiding like, Oh, wait, no, I'm fine. Right. I'm okay. No, there's no, time. There are times you're angry. <laughs> right. And that's okay. Yeah. No, that's really, really good. Um, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. He really shows us, um, the way and in, in all ways. Yeah. And so, um, you know, you mentioned that you, you cried, so mm-hmm. that is very healthy to do, to cry it out, to, um, avoid self-medicating. Like this is something mm-hmm. that yeah. I can't stress enough because I've been there myself years and years ago. Don't self-medicate. Yeah. Don't drink alcohol. Don't stuff your face with a mm-hmm. big Mac and fries. Don't do the thing that would harm your body. Don't take drugs. Just don't. It's kind of an avoidance thing, isn't it? It is. Like I don't want to it's face stu- the pain. It's stuffing your emotions yeah. uh, by, by just bringing on something unhealthy to, uh, to numb the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's important too, to just really find someone that can either sit and listen mm-hmm. to like, whether it's a support group or friends, family, um, you know, maybe you just need to, I, I, I shared the loss on Facebook, right? I, I yeah. was over just overjoyed and overcome with all the people just reaching out saying, I'm so sorry. And I'm praying for you guys. I'm like, Oh my goodness, yeah. this is my dog. And yeah. these people really care. Can I, I, I'm going to so flip sweet. the coin. I just flip want to flip, flip the it. coin over a little bit Heads because, tails. because they're there. We're <laughs> oftentimes on the other side of someone's grief. Yes. And they're a friend or a family member, a loved one. And it's, and it's just like, I just like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. How, how do I give encouragement? And like you said at the very beginning of this, it, it, what you can do that's most effective is just be present. Just be there. It doesn't have to be lots of eloquent words and throwing Bible, a bunch of Bible verses around. It's just presence, just mm-hmm. being there for that person that's hurting yeah. so they can feel your love and feel your empathy. Now, I know I'm saying something that's a no-brainer, but it's a lot easier to say than actually practice. Yeah. So when God brings that opportunity, uh, we can grab it, embrace it with everything in us and say, God, thank you. You're going to just offer love and your presence through me. Yeah. And speaking of um, obvious things to do, um, prayer meditation. I mean, that's that's one of the biggest things. Get a, get away, get alone with God. Let him um, heal your heart and, and heal the wound. But um, he is he's the source. But also just journaling your thoughts and mm. your feelings that yeah. helps just to kind of download it, get it on paper. Yeah. I mean, you can rip mm. it up, throw it away later, whatever, but just to get it out of your head and your heart and onto paper mm. really makes a big difference or to speak it out, do a video, whatever it is that will help you process yeah. the grief is, is really, really good. Um, but you just, just taking a break too, I found mm. from, cause I, I went for my walk, right. Yeah. And I, I, the, the morning after, um, Cody passed. And so I was like, I got to take a break from the grief. I just need to go out and walk. Mm-hmm. And it felt so good. I felt like, okay, we can do this God. We can do this. And so I felt his strength. Yeah. So what you're saying is take a break, take a break, a break from, the, from grief. the grief, like yes. a little grief break. Yeah. Like what Get, does that look like, like for I, you? Like I mentioned to you the, Yes. The same day that it happened. I just said, look, look, let's, yes. let's get some healthy distraction going. Yeah. So you we know. watched Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Laugh again yeah. with and Jim felt Gaffigan. Guilty for laughing. <laughs> no, but there are, there are some very healthy distractions, yeah. I think that allow us to kind of give us some breathing room in the grieving process. Right. And yeah. 
I just mentioned Jim Gaffigan. I probably shouldn't. He's, he kind of went you a, got little, a little, hayward. A little you know, nutty. Nah, hey, okay. No judgment. No, no judgment. judgment whatsoever. <laughs> but he still makes us laugh. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So um, we did an episode. We've done several episodes where there have been some major breakthroughs. And a lot of it has to do with, with grieving yeah. a loss. But yeah. I want you to check out after this episode, if you haven't listened to it already, episode 16. And it's with our friend Angela Alexander. And the title is uh, always look for the miracle and be grateful. And what she talks about is yeah. grieving in the comfort of God's grace and how to turn grief into peace. And she has got a perspective that is just phenomenal. And so episode 16 could probably really help you. She lost two sons tragically in one day yeah. in an accident. And I mean, I just can't even imagine. And she just has a great perspective. So mm -hmm. check that out. I think that'll bless you. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah. So can I mention another incident no, in the no, life of cannot. Jesus? Because <laughs> yes, uh, please. if we're going to learn the, the, the best ways of handling our grief, we can take the cues from our Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so there was a, a time in the life of Jesus where he got some very, very bad news. And the news was about his really good friend. In fact, his cousin, John. Mm -hmm. So John was hauled into prison for, uh, for just, proclaiming the truth about Herod and the illegitimate marriage that he had. And as a result, um, there was a, there was an incident where there was an opportunity to kind of punish him. So I'm probably blowing the story here, but Herod, kind threw, of Herod he threw a big party and his daughter was stepdaughter yeah. was dancing. And he said, I'll give the kingdom to you anything you want. So mom said, ask him for the head of John the Baptist. Mm -hmm. So Herod regretted that stupid <laughs> promise that he made, mm -hmm. but he took John's head off. It's a horrible way to, to have, uh, you know, one of the saints of God have his life ended. And yet when that news came to Jesus, you know, you'd think, well, this is Jesus, the son of God. He, he's got the eternal perspective. He, he, he again felt deep sorrow and this pain of loss. So he literally goes off by himself. He, this is one of those incidents where he needed to be alone for yeah, a while. Yeah. So he gets in the boat. And they start going across the Sea of Galilee. And when he gets to the other side, remember, he's filled with emotion. He just wants to go off into the hills, spend time praying and thinking about it. And what does he see on the other side on the shore? A whole crowd of people. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus, help me. I got to have this. I got to have that. He's and like, I got to help me first. <laughs> look, he could have instantly gone bitter and resentful. Yeah, yeah. But he was perfect. And so he didn't. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Rather than being tempted to think, oh, just what I need another day of ministry. Can a guy get a break? Jesus going, oh, Jesus, his heart, All these people, <laughs> his heart, though broken and grieving for yeah. his friend, John starts to break for these people who were like sheep without a shepherd. Mm -hmm. He gets out of the boat and he spends hours ministering to them. Mm -hmm. So what it, what it tells me is number one, if you need to get away, that's okay. If it's interrupted, view it as an opportunity that God is bringing to you. Mm -hmm. And instead of turning inward for lengthy periods of times, God will bring an opportunity for you to turn outward. Yes, and this is what Jesus did. Word. He turned outward. It was time to, to minister back now. And God, the father empowered him to do that. So I just, I take that as a great lesson from Jesus that during our times of loss and pain, he can sort of measure out the ways in which we can go through that grief. And some of it is going to be an opportunity for you to turn outward instead of inward. 
I'm so glad you mentioned that, Todd, because that is one of the big coping um, mechanisms or strategies is to start turning outward. And because sometimes, I mean, we are so inward focused, like, what about me? And Mm -hmm. don't you feel what I'm feeling? And uh, we get get in that place, that that pity place. And it's okay for a short while, but after a while, you've got to be outwardly focused and then Mm -hmm. it takes the spotlight off of that grief. It, it just isn't so, yeah. it isn't so raw and so big. You become to, to be aware of, wow, I'm not the only one hurting and maybe my story and what I've gone through can help someone else get through theirs. And so there, yeah. there, you see a greater cause for your grief. You, you do because God is, uh, is not only interested in, in wanting to bring healing to you. He wants to use you to bring healing to others. So there is a verse that you probably have heard before in 2 Corinthians that the Apostle Paul wrote. And the Apostle Paul had lots of pain in his life. But he says, all praise to God, the Father, our Lord, uh, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father, and he is the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all our troubles Mm -hmm. so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. So Man, I, I hold on to that. Yes, uh, yes. Knowing that this is not about me. Right. This is about God and what he can do through you for others. And it, maybe you're facing that opportunity today where it's just like you've been just so preoccupied with all stuff going on in your life. And yet you've got so much more to offer because of the depth of pain that you've already experienced and the way you've come through it. And God wants to use you as a comfort to others. Yeah, for sure. And I know he used you for me. So thank you. And yeah. vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna make me cry. So here are just a couple of scriptures that we'll end uh, today's session on. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And that's Psalm 34, 18. Yeah. And uh, I really rested in that one. And then of course, weeping may remain for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And that's what yeah. got me through on that next morning is uh, the joy, the joy of the Lord. It doesn't make sense in the natural to be joyful. Really? I don't have joy. Yeah, I've got the joy of the Lord Mm. and he will carry us through and he's our strength. So Mm. if you are suffering and you're going through a time, give yourself the grace and the space needed to get through it and uh, put together these uh, practical coping strategies and uh, be intentional about them so that you too can be healed and um, also understand if if there's a trigger that happens and something bubbles to the surface, give God the praise and say, all right, God, uh, work in, work in my heart even more and heal this wound on a deeper level. So we uh, appreciate you and we love spending this time with you all the time. Don't we We really do. And do you really, do you really feel that way? Oh no, I really do. (laughs) I've told you many times. I just, I, I love the fact that uh, that anybody even tunes in, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, but the hope always is that they tune in for some particular reason that there's some value. That it blesses you, and, yeah. Uh, and look, if uh, if you've got any any questions or any comments or any points of discussion, or maybe you know somebody with a breakthrough story, mm-hmm. we really would love to hear from you. Uh, let's let's just turn this into sort of a two way ministry here. Yeah. So you can get in touch with us. Just go to yourbiggestbreakthrough.com and leave us a message there and we'll get right back to you. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode of Your Biggest Breakthrough. Blessings. 
So glad you could join us today. And you'll find a new episode every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. And if you've been encouraged by listening or viewing, would you just take a moment and give us a five-star rating and a quick review? That'd be so awesome. Yeah, and also please share this with your friends and loved ones. If you have comments or questions, or if you're looking for an advertising opportunity, please get in touch with us at yourbiggestbreakthrough.com. Or if you'd like to optimize your health and wellness, you can work directly with Wendy. Go to wendypet.com. Or if you're a guy and you're interested in mentoring and coaching, go to toddisburner.com. We look forward to having you join us on our next episode of Your Biggest Breakthrough.